Hey everybody, Ted Forbes. Welcome back to The Art of Photography. In this video, I wanna talk about a subject that originally I was going to stay out of just because it was talked about to death last week. And I'm talking about the news and events surrounding Richard Prince. And if you're not familiar with the story, I'll paraphrase it a bit. Richard Prince is a very well-known name in contemporary art. He's an artist who lives in New York. Last year, he did an exhibition for a gallery called Gagosian. They repeated the exhibition this year at Gagosian and another gallery. And the exhibition consists of a series of works that Prince made that are screenshots of random Instagram users and they're usually selfies of women posed in somewhat suggestive positions. He would go through, change some of the comments up a little bit, print these out fairly large and that consisted the exhibition and these pieces were selling of upwards of ninety to a hundred thousand dollars a piece and the backlash that came out of the photography community was like nothing I'd ever seen this was reported everywhere and I think rightfully so because as photographers first of all this centers around Instagram which is controversial enough a lot of people view Instagram as this thing where everybody becomes an artist and that's already a little bit of a hot topic with photographers who take their work seriously second of all you have a major name in contemporary art who's coming along and essentially stolen these images, put his own name on them, and he's selling them for an enormous amount of money. As photographers, we work in an industry that is very difficult and becoming, as the years go by, increasingly more difficult to make a living in. We deal with things like the devaluation of the image. We deal with image theft. And so it is not a surprise that this went very viral this week, and a lot of people were really upset about this. I read a lot of these articles, and I think that you know a lot of them were done by colleagues of and friends at other other blogs and I think people were very right in their being upset about this what I didn't see anyone address though is kind of I think the bigger problem with this so first of all understanding who Richard Prince is and where he comes from and why he would do something like this that's one thing and then second of all um, my personal opinion is I think these works just as examples of contemporary art are, are crap at best and I want to explain why I think that because I think that's the bigger issue it's one thing to define something as art and it's another thing to make something that's just mediocre and I think that's what the case is here. So in terms of understanding Richard Prince and where he comes from, if you back up a little bit and we look at contemporary art in the modern context, so I'm talking about art made past 1960s, we have this view of art now that really is the Wild West in terms of what is accepted uh, compared to, let's say, the 19th century where we would, and before, where we would go periods of 100 years and there were common accepted aesthetics of what a painting should be or what a sculpture was. And our modern perspective perception of that with contemporary art is very much challenged uh, in terms of what is defined as art. Um, what art is to do to the viewer in terms of what it makes us think. Um, in terms of conceptualization, um, we have high concept art now where we didn't really have that, uh, you know, in previous centuries. And Richard Prince definitely is in this modern landscape context. We also have this ideal of the artist as rock star, where they're this bad boy who tries to challenge our thoughts of what art can be. In the 1970s, there was, I'll just call it a micro-aesthetic. It was a very small movement in New York known as appropriation art. And appropriation art deals with the concept of taking an image or an object with little to no alteration to the image or object and simply changing the context. And that change of context is the artwork. 
And what this does is it challenges, it's very high concept, but it challenges how we are used to seeing something in a new context. And this has been done for a long time by major artists to varying degrees of success. I think the most popular examples are probably, and one of the most controversial was um, Marcel Duchamp, which was actually prior to 1970s, but when he went to a hardware store and was doing a series of what he called ready-mades, the most famous being a toilet that he purchased signed with the name R. Mutt, and today it lives in the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Um, we've also seen this with, uh, in the 80s with Jeff Koons, who did a very interesting sculpture. It was a stainless steel casting of Louis XIV. And this is a really good example of appropriation art in the sense that we have this iconic figure uh, being this bust of Louis XIV, but instead of the regular context we're used to seeing, it is now cast in stainless steel. So as opposed to the French Revolution, the oppression that existed therein, the end of the fresh French Revolution and where art was able to go, but now we have this in the context of the opulence of the late 1980s. And it's a really interesting statement that was being made. I think you could make the argument as well with Andy Warhol and the Campbell's soup can that was very well known. So this is what is typically referred to as appropriation art. It's it's taking an image or an object out of context and representing it with sometimes some alterations, sometimes not, but that becomes this piece of conceptual art. And so that's what you have. And Richard Prince has done a lot of this during his career, and he started calling this at one point re-photography. And his probably most famous piece uh, that was an example of re-photography was this untitled series of cowboy images that he produced. And what they were was back in the 1970s, uh, Marlboro was very famous for using the American cowboy to advertise cigarettes. And his images were these photographs without any of the type of the advertising on them just taken out of context as these iconic images of the American cowboy. And they make a statement as to questioning what are the ideals in advertising? Is this something people really relate to? You see these images naked on their own and they're a little bit corny in some ways. And why are these so popular just because somebody's paying to advertise them everywhere? So in that sense, I think Richard Prince can be somewhat conceptual, somewhat interesting, uh, he makes a statement. Uh, he's done a wide variety of work over the years, uh, some of it very weird. Um, he did a series of what he called joke paintings, which were simply a written joke that was on some kind of colored canvas, handwritten or type. Uh, another series of check paintings where they were canceled checks with famous celebrities that were put on painted canvases. And so high concept, uh, definitely 20th, 20th, 21st century now, and challenging those ideals. I can see where he was going with these images that we're talking about today, these Instagram things, because you're taking them out of the context of Instagram, putting them in the context of an art gallery, and here's the catch. All this controversy and hype that goes around that, all this reaction, this being upset, is part of that concept and part of the art. And I know that's weird. A lot of people do not like to accept that as being appropriate. Uh, it is offensive. Um, I think particularly when you put that in the context of photography and why people were upset. The problem that I have with it, and the reason I just think they're crappy pieces, is this has been done to death. Duchamp did this years ago with the toilet, putting that in an art gallery. So why is taking Instagram photos of other users in poses that you, I guess, curate for lack of a better word, and then making money on those. I mean, Richard Prince commands those prices because he's a big, well-known name. And there are, he's very well collected. Um, most museums in the world that deal with contemporary art collections have his work. Most collectors who pay a lot of money uh, for artwork, Richard Prince is very desirable in that market. And to come along and just basically do something that's easy, 
to command that kind of prices and get this much PR and attention around, I think is what's very mediocre about this. Um, the fact that we all play into this by just reacting is this is wrong and he stole the images and there's copyright law around this and that's another subject for another show because it does become subjective at some point when you're interpreting copyright and I think that's what the case is here. And are you really gonna go up Richard Prince? He has more money, he can hire better attorneys. But all this hype around it and all this hoopla feeds in to what he's trying to do with these pieces. And that's what irritates me because I just think it's mediocre work. It's been done, it's easy, and it's bad. Um, and this is common. I mean, we've seen this with other artists as well. I think Picasso was an example of this. You have somebody who was extremely talented. Uh, he changed style several times through his career and did some amazing work. The Cubist pieces are challenging. They're amazing. Um, there was some talent that was put into those. Later in Picasso's career, he developed the little character style of kind of the Spanish-looking line drawings. And it was something that was easy to replicate. He was making a lot of money doing it, and he did a ton of it. It's not the best Picasso, but people would buy this because his name's on it. They would collect it because his name's on it. Museums would take it in because Picasso's name is on it. So just sometimes because you're seeing a well-known artist and a piece by them does not mean necessarily that it's any good. Artists are humans like everybody else, and you're not gonna hit a home run every time. Problem I have with Richard Prince is he didn't even try. I don't think it's even, you know, a decent at bat if we use the home run analogy and that's the problem that I have with this work the fact that anybody gives this the time of day is what's kind of upsetting about this and that's another reason why I was going to stay out of it originally I just think as contemporary art examples it's just mediocre and uh, anyway that's my challenge on it um, but you know this has happened before and side note a very good friend of mine who's an artist was in New York actually I think it was Miami when they did Art Basel down there um, big art fair that they do every year Gagosian had a booth and he said that we were talking about these pieces he said they actually had a bodyguard on the work at the booth we repeat that he had a bodyguard on so this work was designed to be controversial, it was designed to be hated, it was designed to challenge us, and we're all playing into that when we all get hot and upset about the copyright violation that's going on here. I'm not saying it makes it right, I'm just saying why it's really mediocre, because I haven't seen anyone address that yet. So anyway, once again guys, um, I want to hear from you, so leave me a comment and tell me what you think of all this. Um, and it's okay if you like the work and you're a big Richard Prince fan, there are some out there, Feel free to share that. If you hate it, tell me why. I wanna hear from you. Uh, this is a very controversial subject. And my point is, is that I think we've blown it out of context and played right into the idea that Richard Prince had from the beginning. Is this art? Probably not. Um, I think it may have been art at one point, personally. I, my point here is I just think it's been done. It's a rehash. Um, if there's a copyright lawsuit, it's probably against himself because it's like just regurgitation of an idea that already came into play. So. There's different ways you can look at this. If you guys have enjoyed this video, please remember to hit the like button and share it with your friends. And as always, subscribe so you'll be up to date on all the latest and greatest videos that we produce here at The Art of Photography. And we're doing a ton of stuff these days. I don't want anybody to be left out. And uh, anyway, once again, guys, this has been another episode of The Art of Photography. See you guys in the next video. Later.